The Chasing Daylight Podcast is brought to you by Good Walk Coffee Company. Premium coffee is born from a shared passion for great coffee and our love for the game of golf. We source the best beans from around the world, roast them to perfection, and deliver fresh to your door. Buy a single bag from our website or do yourself a favor and subscribe to save 15%, get free shipping, and never run out of your new favorite coffee. Go to goodwalkcoffee.com to order now. That is goodwalkcoffee.com. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. At Augusta, he's on his final hole. He's about 455 yards away. He's going to hit about a two iron, I think. Billy, 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 Billy. Let it happen. Be the ball. Be the ball, Danny. You're not being the ball, Danny. Well, it's kind of difficult with you talking like that. Okay, I'm not talking. Welcome back to the Chasing Daylight, everybody. Uh, this is Matt sitting in uh, with a new episode for you. I'm very excited about this one. Um, I wish Ryan was here because I'd be ringing the excited bell like crazy. Um, I came across this brand a couple weeks ago. Um, what intrigued me the most about them was they're based in Las Vegas. And so I'd like to welcome to the show, Nick and Karen Lesna. Um, their company is called All In Golfing. How are you guys doing? Doing good. How are you? Good. Um, I know you, I know you guys are a little nervous, but don't worry about it. It's fine. We're just, we're just <laughs> sitting here. We're going to chat golf and, and talk about your company. So, um, it's funny. I was just looking on the Etsy site and what I thought was hilarious is when it goes into your descriptions about each other. Um, it says mm-hmm. Karen is the designer, creator, maker, marketer, photographer, etc., for all in golfing company. She went all in and does it pretty much everything to keep the company running. And then Nick is Nick. <laughs> uh, so, so. It wouldn't let me say this. <laughs> Um, I think I could not for the life of me figure out how to save his description. And it was one of those things where you're like, oh, I'll get back to that. <laughs> I just never did. So um, obviously, Karen is the mastermind behind everything. But uh, Nick, uh, guy to guy here. What what's going on, man? What are, what's your involvement in this this brand and this company? And, and what are you bringing to the table? Yeah, so. I, I would definitely say that I have a lot of the ideas. Karen is great at the execution and sewing and everything. And I think a lot of my job with this is just kind of making her life difficult. I'll be sitting down and go, hey, you think you can make this? Or what do you think about this idea? And she'll look at me and be like, I guess, I don't know. And a day or two by goes by and she comes back and all of a sudden, boom, there's a head cover, boom, there's an essential bag or something else. So I, a lot of the time I'm sitting down there, Karen will have an idea and she'll just run it by me. And I just kind of help with creating things. That's a good collaboration. Yeah. So, um, Karen, what, I know we had a small conversation prior to this and and your background is from engineering in the automotive industry, Mm -hmm. but what, opened your eyes to, you know, doing head covers? (laughs) Um, Nick came to me one day, I guess I've always thought about doing them. Like it was always just like, oh yeah, I could make that kind of a thing. But I didn't really think about doing head covers seriously until Nick came up with this idea one day and I was like, hey, what if we put a pocket, like a, like a t-shirt pocket, like you see on the t-shirts, but on a head cover. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I could do you one better. I'd put a zipper on it so your stuff doesn't fall out of the pocket because that thing's going to be going everywhere. And he was like, you think you could really make that? And that was when the whole idea started of head covers and going in that direction. You know, I've been sewing, I mean, on and off my entire life. I grew up with it, but um, it was mainly clothing or drapes or those types of things. And, um, you know, I never had an opportunity to really 
try it out. And we decided to do them for Christmas gifts this year. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll try this out. And I mean, there are some true <laughs> prototypes out there. Let me tell you, <laughs> you know, we, we, we tell our family all the time. I'm like, you, you just got to we're going to send you new ones because <laughs> those aren't, those aren't even it, you know, but so, that's kind of how head covers came to be. And, you know, where this whole idea for the business started was from that so how, alone. <laughs> how long ago did you assemble your first head cover? <sighs> the idea came about in October, 2019. And I'd say the first head cover was created probably November. I mean, pretty shortly thereafter. Mm -hmm. um, it was just a lot of, you know, trying to engineer it in my mind because I'm a very visual person. So, you know, I will sit in a spot and Nick will look at me like, what are you doing? You're doing nothing. And I'm there <laughs> and I'm trying to figure it out in my head um, and figure out the math and the geometry of it and how it all fits together. And then I just cut it out go to my sewing machine and I'm like, all right, let's try this out because that's the only way you really figure it out. Yeah, is well, by the reason I asked that it. is because the first time I saw one of your covers, I was blown away. I mean, it, it doesn't, I mean, your skills are outstanding and everybody that Thank I <laughs> had know that has seen them it has honestly, their, their, their reaction has been the same. It's, it's incredibly well-made and I wanted to get that out because you haven't been doing this for a long time. Um, well, you may be sewing, but you haven't done head covers for a long time. Yeah. And the, the yeah, quality of the you. work that you guys are doing, sorry, Nick, that Karen's doing is, <laughs> is true. <laughs> it's brilliantly done. And, and kudos to you, you for, I mean, you know, you were what, six months into this and you're just killing it. Thank you. <laughs> So, it's so weird to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you get used to it because honestly, I, I mean, it's it's just incredible work. It's incredible. So, what is? Do you have a, an inspiration for the, for the sewing side of it, or is it is it a combination of your your? It's a hobby that you enjoy and you like golf, and so it just kind of meshed together. Or is this something that you guys are just looking at? Hey, all business. This is just going to be a business that we're going to you know try and sell some head covers. Oh my gosh. No, I'd say this is a combination of hobby, passion, love for the game. Um, I mean, I know we've talked about it before. It's like, yeah, I'm not the best golfer you're going to see. In fact, I might even not call myself average, but <laughs> I mean, I just, I had grown up golfing and I dropped it for about 10 years, picked it up again um, with Nick and my father-in-law and just fell in love with the game again. Um, and that was where my passion really started for it. I'd say it was later in life. And Nick, as far as I knew, I mean, he, when he falls in love with something, it's like on his mind all the time. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know growing up, I've golfed all the time, not on teams or anything like that, but it's definitely a big part on my dad's side of the family, you know, growing up, you know, I'd like five years old and they put a club in my hand. We, I grew up actually across from a driving range, eventually got turned into, um, uh, like a comp or not cul-de-sac apartments, oh, you know, that, that kind of a thing, which is a bummer. But then, you know, me and my neighbor backyard, we were the kids that would just set up golf holes between houses and like hit them down the block and <laughs> try not to hit a window and things like that. And it, so it's always just been there. And it wasn't until about college, I got really into it. And also when I was like, Karen, you got, we got to do this together. This is an amazing game. It's so fun. You can get outside. It's just, <laughs> we got to do it. I looked at him like he was crazy. I was like, yeah, I haven't <laughs> golfed in forever. I don't even think I could hit it. You know, and I surprised myself. Apparently that 10 years was very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I needed to grow up. <laughs> so Nick, with, with your passion for the game, um, I, Karen was saying that, you know, you bring her the ideas. Um, is there somebody that, that you got, that you um, look at and go, 
I love what they're doing. I know we can do it as well, or we can do it better. Or is is there something that it was the light switch for you that says, "Hey, I know somebody that can do this." Just happens to be my wife. Um, let's <laughs> let's let's rock this. Yeah, I man. So the idea of owning a business, I know between Karen and I, has always been an exciting thing. Um, or exciting thought. Yeah, we've always wanted to try and get into that. And it's so hard to take those first couple steps. I know, you know, a couple of our close friends actually have started their own businesses. I know on my side of the family, there's like a couple inventors and people that like to do things like that, not in the golf business, but just in general. And I think it was really a combination of all those experiences. And finally, you know, going out on a golf course, I, don't have a carry bag right now, nice cart bag, but I way prefer walking and also taking as little as possible. And I think it was really that idea. I'm like, man, why can't I just have like one less bag, just lighten it a little bit, or I don't want to be digging around for things. And finally this idea just kind of happened. I was like, this is perfect. And I was just lucky that Karen here, bless her heart, is able to (laughs) to sew and able to make that you know, come true, that idea really happened probably just because she's got the the engineering mind for it and also the art, the art side of the sewing and everything. So I think it was just really a perfect combination of everything. And then coming out here, you know, we'll probably get to it later, but being from Michigan, you know, we started golfing a ton there, but it's, you know, not a full year sport. And then coming out here, we're like, wow, we can do this full time. So I think we just started thinking about golfing more and we were going out more and this idea just comes about. It was like the perfect storm. Uh, yeah. And you know what? That's how, <laughs> that's, that's how a lot of businesses get started like that. Somebody just has an idea and they roll with it. One person finds out about it. Yeah. They love it. Another person finds out about it and so much on. So the, the zipper on the head cover, um, mm-hmm. at, at first I was like, eh, I don't, I don't know. And then Todd said to me when, when he saw the picture of it, he's like, that is a great spot for the adjustment wrench. And it mm-hmm. just like, boom, puts a light bulb off of my head. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't have to be gimmicky. It can be functional. And so when I saw you guys yesterday, uh, I was telling you, you know, hey, the adjustment tool is in there forever now. It's never going anywhere because I'm never going <laughs> to I'm never going to lose it. It's a great spot. But there's other things that you can put in there, too, as well. You can put tees. You can put I mean, you had a, a great video on your Instagram account where you were showing um, you know, you can put golf balls in there, tees, a bunch of things, and it still works. So that mm-hmm. that idea is fantastic. And and I'm glad that I got to share it and show it because a lot of times, you know, your first impressions of things kind of do derail you from finding out the goods. And uh, thankfully, I saw through a little help from Todd, <laughs> the good in it. <laughs> and and uh, man. It's it's a really neat, really neat idea, but you don't you don't have them on everything. It, it's not on the hybrids or on some of the the smaller ones. So how many different? I'm getting to a question. I swear. Um, how many different <laughs> uh, options or varieties do you have currently? Yeah. So I mean, right now our options are small. We just started in March. Um, that was when our official launch was on Etsy. Um, and we invested in what we thought was a good number of different designs. And so we actually started with um, regular head covers without the zippers, um, just to kind of start the ball rolling. And then we ended up launching the zippered head covers about a month, a month and a half ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were we were carrying over those designs into the zippered head covers and the the designs that we felt looked good with that because the 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 zipper is angled. So you know we have a few striped head covers and you know we we put them together and it was just like oh, I don't love how the stripes are with the angle and you know so we only carried over the the designs we thought looked good with the zippered head cover and that's kind of where we're going from there um and then that's where we're at right now publicly everything else is kind of behind the scenes um with what we're coming up with next and you know we already have as you know with the essentials bag that 
you saw the prototypes of, um, uh-huh. there's definitely other things in the works so that uh-huh. we can try and launch. We actually, we want to launch like a collection next instead of just, Hey, here's, you know, this head cover, you know, I, I noticed a lot of companies do like one-off releases, like, Hey, here's this really awesome head cover design we came up with. Um, you know, they come out as they get the material or the designs or ideas, you know, whatever that may be, but we definitely want to be more collection based and have a little bit more cohesion or cohesiveness. Yeah, It's, with- it's a great way to attract people because once they, <laughs> once they see your stuff and, and I mean, that's going to be one of the, the challenges for you guys is to get it into people's hands, but you're off to a great start. But once they see that and then you come out with the, you know, limited run of an item, mm-hmm. eh, it's going to be fantastic. You're going to be blown away with the response that you get, especially from the the golfers out there. Cause, I mean, golfers are so strange. They do some of the weirdest things and, uh, <laughs> and collecting head covers is one of them and, and, uh, and, and things like that. So, uh, right. So when do you think you'll have the first, collection together to be honest it is so hard to say right now just with the state of the world yeah i mean to be honest it's really unfortunate but i was hoping for it to happen sooner rather than later and when everything started i put in um an order online for some of the materials that i knew i was gonna need um and I got one of the items yeah. out of my order. Like the rest of them, they were like, Hey, sorry. We know we said we had 46 yards of this, but yeah, we didn't. Sorry. Like that was our bad, which is, you know, it happens. I get it. Like everything was crazy at the time, but it was just really unfortunate because it was, you know, so much of that material was necessary for those launches. And that's it, why I'm like, is that I, been I don't the, know yet. <laughs> has that been a hard Think the hardest part right now for you guys is, is obtaining materials. I I would say so. Yeah, definitely up there is one of the more difficult things. Um, just with everything being closed down now, and like Karen was saying, we'll try and order things, and then sometimes it says it shipped, and then we'll get an email the next day, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, we did not <laughs> ship that. We actually don't have any." Yeah, so. Yeah. It's it's been a little frustrating. We're hoping as things slowly open up that we'll have more access. And we're we're just trying to be patient. We understand that things are very difficult right now mm-hmm. and that's all we can do. Hey, good news came out today. We can we're gonna be able to go to a restaurant starting tomorrow. And I've no way. <laughs> I have been I mean we, we don't you know, the family together, we don't go out eat go out and eat a lot. But, I mean mm-hmm. we, you know, we do, but not a lot. But we were sitting down there right. and I said, man, I would just love to go sit down and have someone bring me food <laughs> 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 and a cold beer. And, you know, just uh, so, yay, progress is being made. Yes, that's so funny. <laughs> so let, let's talk about your trip out here to Vegas, because you guys haven't been here for very long in the scheme of things. When did, when did you land in, in, the, in the valley? We're just... Was it June? Middle of June. Middle of June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we came out here when it was really hot. A we came from Michigan. Time to show up in Vegas. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was an adjustment. Driving down here because we we drove the whole way in, in two cars. In two cars. Oh, and wow. it's I'll never forget the experience. You know, in Michigan, you're like, oh, it's you know a nice day out. I'll roll the windows down and cool off. And you come to Vegas, and I roll the window down in June, and it's like someone turned a hair dryer on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel worse. Like, what? What is this place? Uh, yeah, it can it can be a little bit of an adjustment period. <laughs> but you got yeah. you, know, you got you got the worst out of the way first. June, July, August are. Yes. It can be bad. And then when you get the monsoons coming in, in August, it's like, why did I move here? But then <laughs> you experience, I mean, we call it winter, but people from especially the Northeast don't call it winter. It's more like a, a mild fall. <laughs> but uh, the, the, winter, <laughs> the winter months here are, I love it. Absolutely love it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Going just being able to go out. I mean, for us, like, you know, shorts year round and it's always a nice temperature. There's a couple nights that did get surprisingly cold out. I was like, wow, there's no snow, but man, it feels like it could be. Maybe just you get used to the heat. 
but it's been it's just beautiful year round mostly clear skies and it's just it's unreal yeah and as soon as you figure out the the wind is all the time not just every now and then it's all the time and when that's no longer a shock then then you're a local (laughs) (laughs) i think for me i mean i think this will be hard for me every year but in the in the winter time here um i still thought it was cold okay i don't know if i just i really like warmer weather um but when it was winter i mean that wind would blow and i was frozen i was like this is a different kind of cold than it is in (laughs) michigan michigan gets Oh, so cold. It really does. And I don't know if it's just that adjustment period of going from, you know, negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit with the wind chill to, (laughs) you know, oh, it's, you know, 40 degrees here. And then with that stiff wind, I mean, I am frozen through and through. I mean, I just, (laughs) I think it's cold. The wind doesn't get enough props (laughs) for, for weather in this, in this valley. Cause you're right. I mean, in, in the heat, when the wind's blowing, It'll it'll beat you to death. It'll beat you down. Yeah. And but in the cold when it's windy too, it's the same thing. It just it goes through all your clothes. It just pierces mm-hmm. all your clothes. It's so strange. But no, I, I we get I mean, we get down in the, the upper twenties and people, you know, oh, yeah. don't realize that a lot of a lot of places don't realize that we, you know, our our winter nights, they they can get chilly, you know. We gotta yes. button up the, the nose hosel the hose nozzles outside and make sure we don't freeze. <laughs> yes. Doesn't happen very often, but you know, it, it does happen. I had actually snow. I had snow up here. We had about four inches of snow back in February of last year. Oh wow. wow. Yeah. I'm I'm up at three thousand feet uh where where our house is. So okay. we, we get a little bit more weird weather than down in the valley. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean it 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 we get winter season. It's it's nothing like back there because you know three days later it's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> Oh yeah. So I mean, you, you just wait till the sun comes up and the snow melts. <laughs> so you're you guys are happy with your move out here? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I am ecstatic about the move out here. It's it's actually kind of funny because before coming out here, I could never imagine leaving Michigan, and then now that we are here, it's like. I don't think I want to go back. I still love Michigan <laughs> summers, but I'm like, I don't want to experience the sleet and the snow and the freezing rain. If I could never scrape a car off again, I'd be happy. <laughs> so you guys said, you, you said something to me yesterday when we met up um, that I, made me proud. You were talking about the the people here since you've been here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Everybody's been so nice here. See, um, we're not jerks. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I I know coming, telling people, oh yeah, we're we're moving to Vegas. You know, people are like, oh, you're you, you're never gonna leave the strip, and I'm like, <laughs> here now, and I'm like, what strip? You know, I it's something that I see off into the distance when I'm coming back into the valley from you know either the the lake mead or wherever i'm coming in from and yeah if you're in and around town just driving and living your daily life you would never know you live here i, and I haven't been down the strip last time i was down there was for a hockey game and that's just because the arenas you know <laughs> yeah on the we just strip. drove down there just to see it <laughs> empty, empty. <laughs> oh it's crazy my friend uh, uh andrew yesterday was he took a skateboard and and you know did the whole strip on a skateboard and he's like i never thought i'd be able to do this yeah wow it's crazy. but anyway no yes the people here are just amazing they've been so kind to us and yeah super kind i mean even and not just um so like you know at school and things everyone's super nice and then also you know where we're living everyone even neighbors and things like that everyone's you know willing no one's gonna just like invite you randomly in your head not that night no no invite you into our house but everyone's definitely willing (laughs) yeah everyone's willing to you know chat and things like that the couple times that i've been paired with you know like a random person on you know golfing and things like that even the people i've been golfing with everyone's super nice Mm -hmm. or you know they'll explain the course and be like oh yeah come on over here come on over here do this go to this course go to that it's been awesome yeah that's maybe that's what it is not just like a nod and 
a wave, you know, like you can actually have a conversation with a stranger here and just leave with a smile on your face. And I, one of the, one of my strangest experiences going around the country, I haven't been a lot of places. I was born and raised here. grew up here. I, I go places and I'm always looking forward to coming back home. But one of the coolest experiences of my life was, um, the first time I went back to Alabama with my wife to see her family. And I was blown away with how nice people in the South can be. Um, you know, she lives, oh, yeah. she lives in, in rural, rural, uh, Northeast Alabama and, you know, it's not a big city or anything, but I mean, just everybody was so nice to meet you. How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and it really opened my eyes to, you know, every, not everybody is a jerk. Yeah, there are, yeah. there are assholes out there, but not everybody's like that. And uh, so I'm glad that you guys have experienced the good psych. Uh, I'll forewarn you. Yeah. You're going to find eventually those people. They are out there. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, and, for sure. And you'll run into them and then you'll wonder, why did we move here? <laughs> 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 so um, yesterday in our conversation that we had, Karen, uh, you sparked an interest that I have um, because with even with the podcast and with the blog, there is a, a female audience that I'm dying to get in touch with and have content for. And that's something that you want, you know, all engulfing to have options for you. You want to cater um, not solely to the women who play golf, but you actually want mm-hmm. to have options for them. So explain a little bit about that and, and what you, yeah. what you're looking to do. Yeah. So one of the things that um, I want to tap into, as you're talking about, is the the women's golf. And the reason for that is, as a woman golfer, you know, I see these trendy companies. You know, Nick will come up to me and be like, "Hey, check this out," or you know, "Look at look at this company." And I'm looking at it, and it's it's great. I mean, don't get me wrong; like, I think everything looks awesome. And yes, it is my style, but I'm also there's this little thing in the back of my head. I'm like, oh, what about? the women, you know, like would a woman carry that or would a woman want that in her bag? And in some cases, the answer is yes, of course. But in other cases, I, I mean, like I, women want variety as well. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not just my bag is black and pink or pink or white or purple. You know, I want different things and different options, even with my head covers. And I don't see that. And so I want to create a line that is like a collection that is exclusive to women. Um, obviously it's, I mean, I shouldn't say exclusive because anybody can buy whatever they want, but, um, it would definitely be more focused for the women golfers out there. Um, because it is a growing, uh, area in golf. I mean, women's golf is, is absolutely expanding. And, um, you know, I personally would love to take it even further or Nick and I would love to take it even further and really tap into the women's golf, um, with apparel eventually that's like way down the line. And, you know, it's, (laughs) it's an idea in our head right now, but every, that's where everything starts. And, um, Again, it just kind of comes from my own shopping because I really don't like shopping, <laughs> <laughs> and which is probably different for a lot of people. But I just, when I do shop, I just end up walking out with, you know, a plain black outfit or, and I don't really like white, even if it is plain because most white things are see-through, which is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe I can fix that. I don't know. We'll find out. But um, yeah, I just, I don't love the patterns. Sometimes the fit is wonky and not what I want and uncomfortable. And when you're golfing, a huge thing for me is comfort. You know, I don't, I don't want to be restricted, but I also don't want to look frumpy and I don't want to look like <laughs> a psychedelic kaleidoscope just is walking on the greens. <laughs> like, I want something trendy and stylish that, you know, is, is really competitive with the men's trend in golf. You know, I just, I don't see that. And I, obviously you're not competing with women's clothing against men's clothing, but you know, I, I would love to eventually be that name that people know as, Oh yeah, they got a killer woman's line. Like 
yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's um, Jan, Jan Craig does the uh, wool head covers. Um, I don't know if you're familiar yes. with what she does, and brilliant. They're they're beautiful, and the it's a great style. It's an old fashioned style, and and you know Tom Watson mm-hmm. used them, and a couple tour players have them on there, but they're not. I don't think they're geared specifically towards women, and I'm not saying that yours needs to be, but there there definitely right. can be a hey ladies check this out i want <coughs> excuse me i want you guys to be aware hey i have something for you so i think that's right. a, i think that's a great idea um and nick i'm sorry i'm not going to give you credit for that one i think that's all karen no that's all <laughs> no that's good it's true i just maybe i sparked it where you know i get excited going in shopping for something new and you know new polo or whatever and karen's like I am not as excited about you about this. <laughs> I know. Because he walks in, he's on the guys, like the men's side, and he finds all this cool stuff. And I'm over on the women's side, and I'm like, this is it. This is all I get. I get the section next to the shoes. <laughs> it's like significantly smaller. And, you know, most of the things are, they either don't fit you or, you know, mm-hmm. just don't catch your eye or they're just not flattering when I put them in. And, I don't want to wear a onesie when I go there. <laughs> oh, come on. Like those weird dress things. Like, oh, I just, no. <laughs> I I'm I like to keep pace, you know. If I have to go to the bathroom, I don't want to completely undress. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> take my time, you know. No. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I definitely want to hop into that. And also, I, w- I really want to get... Um, even our zippered covers into some, some women golfers hands, because one of the reasons why I really hopped on board, I'd say with this is because I hate putting things in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just don't like have cause I always will carry spare bit spare golf balls with me. And I put those in my pocket and I'm like, wow, that just looks terrible. Like, <laughs> I, I have my golf balls, tees, my, you know, all these things are in my pockets and it's just so uncomfortable and distracting, you know? And then if I put it in the club or in the cart, uh, it slides all over the place. And then I have, I'm, you know, rummaging through that front section of the, of the golf cart, or I'm going back to my bag, trying to get extra balls or whatever it is that I'm doing. And it just slows my game down. And when you get into that rhythm, that's the last thing you want to do. Yeah, you don't want to be distracted. Be, yeah. And so that's that's really one of the reasons why I hopped on board with this zippered head cover idea. Because I'm like, oh, this would be awesome. You know, I, I take my driver head cover off and I throw it in that back basket personally. Um, what if we made like I loved how it was like we can make this useful. You know, don't throw it in the back basket, throw it in the front. Now you're not searching for, you know, your tees and, and your balls, you know, rolling around in the cart. You know, where it's they in are. one spot and it's zippered. Yes. And I just, I love that about that as a woman golfer. And that's, you know, where I guess really where my passion for it came, I guess, is really, it wasn't just useful for Nick. I mean, I love you and I would do it. I'd make it for you if that's what you wanted. But but I think really the drive came from, yeah, that would really help me out too. <laughs> Nick, so, what are you Nick, what are you putting in in your little zippered pouch on your head cover? Oh man, I I like personally to carry my ball markers. I like to because I do like to collect those from the different courses you go around to mm-hmm. or what you find and a couple T's in there. If I have like, you know, my uh like wireless headphones, you put the charging case and things like that, which is nice to carry it around. Or I mean, even doing like a couple rain sessions, you know, I don't want to take my whole bag all the time. So I'll just throw like, you know, maybe an extra spare glove in there, throw the wrench in, whatever it, you know, whatever works out, just to pack light. <laughs> It's a, such a cool little cool thing. So, what's uh, mm-hmm. what's on deck coming up? Because I know um, you've got the the hybrid prototype and you got the essentials bag prototypes that you're working on. What's uh, what do you what will we see next coming from you guys besides different patterns? Which I'm sure eventually you're going to have that once stuff is available. Oh yeah, for sure. But what's uh, what's on the horizon coming forward or coming up? 
Well, I think we've, we've been doing a lot of talking and I think right now we really want to try and do towels and hats um, to come out with next. I know I personally, I love, you know, repping different companies and a, and cool hat. So that's something there. And then for towels, we just feel like that's the next transition for us. Like it's another accessory that people can get into their bags and something that you need to carry with you and that we're really excited about. Have you, have also, you done any towel prototypes yet, Karen? Not yet. We have to, I mean, everything's backed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The orders. Damn COVID. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> We're still trying to decide too, I think, what style of towel, whether we want to go with like the, you know, the microfiber waffle style Oof, what? style, <laughs> yeah, style. <laughs> or if we want to go with like the um, old school caddy towel, you know, with like the four stripes up the side. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll probably put it up to our followers and see what they're there more go. interested there in go. to go from there. And then actually yeah. another thing that we were really surprised about but we've been getting a, a, quite a few requests for driving iron covers. So, you know, like your two iron, three iron, the gapper from TaylorMade. Mm-hmm. So we might try and work out something there too, um, depending on what the interest is in. From yeah, everyone. that's drawn yeah. an awful close line to iron covers. <laughs> mm. It is. Mm. It, I, we, it was so funny when we, cause we started doing the hybrid covers and we kept getting messages from people that are like, Hey, is this going to fit, you know, my two iron, is this going to fit my gap row? <laughs> and I remember looking at Karen, I'm like, I didn't know that people normally covered those, but you know, that's great. <laughs> we can do that. I would want to keep that protected. Sure. <laughs> it's another thing nobody does, yeah. you know, like, you, you yeah, know, it, yeah. Yeah. it's, uh... you don't see it. I mean, it is an option, (laughs) but I mean, I don't, if if you want to limit it to a gapper and a driving iron, I'm okay with it. You go into the five, (laughs) six, seven, eight iron, we're going to have some problems. (laughs) No, I I don't have any going that far down there. (laughs) So, um, Um, so you got those couple, uh, designs that you have now, um, the, well, are you going to do the, are you going to release the hybrid? Is that planned? Oh, well, the hybrid's already out there. Yeah. Is it, your is it hybrid your that, Yes. Yes. So the hybrid that you have is actually, it was a test material mm-hmm. and it was a material I was testing to see, do I like this or do we like this okay. uh, as a head cover, you know, and that, that's the hybrid you have. So that fit and, and you know, stitching and all that, that's the same. It's good to go. Um, yeah, that, that's good to go. It's just the material. We use something different for the material. And, um, well, that was my next question. The materials you're using, what, what are you currently using to make the, the ones that you have available? Yeah. So the, the materials right now are mainly, um, wool blend fabrics, as well as acrylic, which is actually a material that is considered a, a wool, almost like a wool imitation. Um, a faux wool? What? what? A faux, a faux wool? <laughs> yeah, it's like a faux wool, yes. But we actually moved forward with the acrylic because, not because you think it's, you know, superior to wool. I mean, they're basically the same thing. It's just, it was another option that gave us more variety in patterns mm-hmm. because it was a woven wool instead of, um, like there, the wool, there's also wool on, uh, the zippered cover that I gave you that solid mm-hmm. wool. That's also, that's wool. That's, that's wool. Um, but the top part, that's the acrylic part. And if you look at it, it's more of a woven material, which is what creates that pattern. And it was just something that drew our eye as well as the fact that because it's acrylic, it's also extremely water resistant. It's not going to absorb, you know, moisture and those types of things. And we thought about a lot of that stuff when we were going through picking all of our um, materials out was we wanted things to be water resistant and, you know, protect your, your clubs from that moisture and, um, that was a huge deciding factor for us, especially for the interior, you know, fabrics and things. So but on the, on the all wool, the, the hundred percent wool, 
are are you scotch guarding mm-hmm. those? Are you recommending them getting scotch guarded? You can scotch guard them if you want. I mean, that's mm. totally up to you. Yeah. You know, I don't. It, it it's. I mean, I I've always been taught scotch guard everything, but <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have you to know? worry too much about the rain out here. I mean, it it does happen. Yeah, but it, it's pretty dry. But there are people that you know, like out in Florida, where it rains every ten minutes. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're in Michigan, where it's only yeah, true, but true. Sixty days is on land. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was you know that stuff that thought went into the the decision making, and um, it's going to continue to drive our decision making. We really try and stay away from absorbent materials. <laughs> good, good. So, um, I want to talk about the custom work because <clears throat> God, I got this throat thing that's just killing me right now. It's not Corona, I swear. Um, <laughs> I uh, reached out to you guys because I have. Um, he's not going to hear this until Monday, so we can we can openly talk about it. Um, okay. I, uh, one of my closest friends is coming into town, and I reached out to you guys because I had an idea for something, and uh, you hit it out of the park. Absolutely hit it out of the park, and I'll be I'll post some pictures after after he gets it. But uh, it's a yeah. uh, you guys did a small little post on it. It's the the bowl, the Taurus head. Um, yes, the embroidered Thank work. You. Man, it's so. And I, I don't want to give it to him. I want to keep it for myself. It came out so good. <laughs> um, but so the custom side of things, that's something that you're not going to shy away from, right? You guys are going to embrace that side of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're actually really, really excited about that um, embroidery. And we've been looking into some other things to maybe try and get more stickers and things right now. Because everything we we do, everything touches our hands, whether it be the stickers, the label on there, we make those. And and the embroidery originally, our, our very first embroidery, Karen did, she did it all by hand, which was <laughs> great. But then we kept getting requests for more complex embroidery and we're like we need to expand it was by hand yeah this isn't practical anymore so we we recently uh grew our machine so we have a really nice embroidery machine and it's an addition yeah so yeah but we are in the process of doing more we're really excited about having it because it's cool for us we want to embroider things but the requests that we get from people or the dms and things like that everyone just has such great ideas and like i would never have thought to make that and then now with the capability we can make it happen for instance your friend's head cover never would have thought to do that but it did look really cool i mean it looks so good it's It's so so cool looking definitely one of my favorites that we've done if not the i yeah i i i love doing stuff like that i mean you're sometimes custom requests or custom works sometimes become your best sellers. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Once people can see what you can do, it just opens the door to so many opportunities. Oh yeah. And I, I love that, you know, and it it definitely allows me to tap into my creative side and, you know, I mean, I could sit all day and sew head covers that we picked and, that we liked and nobody would buy them. And then it's like, <laughs> what am I doing this for? You know, you, you don't want to lose that passion and that spark and that creative mind that as a creator, when you're in that business, mm-hmm. you know, and this opening up the doors to embroidery just opens up so many options and so many collaboration I, opportunities and, um, mm-hmm. you know, working with different clubs and, you know, like country clubs or golf clubs, you know, whatever the the case may be, um, or even, you know, making something for your legends never die. You know, we can, we can customize something for that. Maybe who knows? I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that before. Hey, real quick, quick before, before we hop into legends, let me, if I heard this right. So Nick, you said you guys are even making the labels, the all in golfing labels on the head covers. Yeah, those <laughs> those labels we make by our by ourselves here at home. Shut up. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> we everything's been handmade. It's taken a long time. Part of the reason it took us a while to get started, I think, is we had to learn to make our own labels. Mm-hmm. We had to learn to make our own stickers. We had to learn how to run our Etsy site and things like that. 
and it's taken time, but it just makes it so worth it for us. It's just so exciting. Quality control is all on you. Yes. It's super exciting. Can't tell you how many stickers I'm like, it's not good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Stick it in your water bottle. It's ours now. (laughs) Yeah, no, every, everything passes, you know, through our eyes and I, blessing and a curse. I am picky about what I let fly. I can't tell you how many things I've been like counted as as a loss. <laughs> I'm not giving this to somebody, you know. Hey, that's you know and, you got to do that sometimes. And the fact that you yeah. you know that and aren't willing to send out something that you're not happy with is it shows in your work, and people will notice oh, thank that. You. So. Okay, no, so let, now, all right, let's get back to Legends Never Die. <laughs> yeah. So yes. um, uh, I talked with um, them yesterday about it, and they came back to me just actually before we started recording and said that they're absolutely want to be a part of it. And so we are going to have, they haven't, where you guys are going to figure out what it's going to be, but there will be mm-hmm. a raffle prize from All In Golfing at Legends Never Die. So if you <laughs> yes. are a fan of what they're doing and you haven't signed up yet, Make sure you head over to the breakfastball.com, hit the Legend Never Die article, and sign up. So we've got some incredible raffle prizes and some incredible gifts. So it's going to be an absolutely fun outing, and I am thrilled, absolutely thrilled, that you guys are going to be a part of it. Oh, thank you. We are too, honestly. It's going to be be fun making it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you going to let me know what you're doing, or is it going to be a surprise? I think we're still trying to figure out exactly what we want to go and what we want to put on it, but we will, we'll be sure to run it by you first before we get out there, (laughs) but we'll we'll give you it soon enough so people can start getting excited about it. Yeah. Okay. So another thing that I wanted to ask you, um, because I'm not familiar, I I know as I've bought stuff off Etsy before. Um, Mm -hmm. so what as, as young entrepreneurs, what made you decide to go the route of an Etsy store versus doing a website? That's a really good question. So originally, so when we first came up with this idea, we started looking at Squarespace and Shopify and all those. So we, because we were already doing so much trying to make the labels and the head covers and running the Instagram account and trying to build up that following, we were looking for what is you know plug and play more or less and because we were hand making things etsy was an option to us uh, we knew a couple people that sold on etsy and we knew people that purchased things off etsy so naturally it was perfect for us you know we could hop right on and start selling and doing things like that now that we actually have been doing so well on etsy we are in the process of learning how to actually build a, a website and we're going to be using WordPress and work on that. So we're in the process of learning WordPress so we can actually make our own website completely custom. Nice. You know, everything that we want on it. Um, but Etsy is a good starting spot for sure. Yeah, no, it, it, it really is. And it's, it, you know, it, it, it displays your products really well. Um, you can go into details on each one and look at it. The reviews are nice. That's a good uh, oh, option up there. But uh, yeah, so it's, I mean, that's, that's some good information for people that maybe, you know, wanting to start and don't have a huge budget. Cause I mean, I can tell you yeah. from experience, uh, websites can be costly if you don't know what you're doing. So um, yes. yeah, they can be. And to be honest, I think that was one of the reasons for me because of course engineer money girl i mean i i'm always thinking of this kind of stuff um up front etsy costs nothing you can open a shop and never post anything and never have any fees come your way yeah um and then also as nick has said before we knew people um, that have sold on Etsy before and they started on Etsy and they grew from Etsy and then they graduated to their own website because Etsy isn't just a Squarespace or a spot or a Shopify. It's an SEO system. People go to Etsy to shop just yeah. like you would with Google. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the appealing things that we were drawn to with Etsy, as mm-hmm. well as the fact that 
yes, they have golf items on there, but they didn't have a ton of head cover options. And so we felt like that would be a good place to start and grow from, as well as from our um, social media accounts. Um, we're on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and the response we got was phenomenal just coming through social media and Etsy. And, um, you know, now we're, we're getting to the point, like Nick said, we want to graduate and, you know, we're going to, I'm building that website, you know, take, take your time. You know, so no, but it's been a lot of fun. And, um, for me, at least it, it, you know, takes me back to my engineering days when I would have to code and things like that. And, <laughs> So I, I enjoyed that too. <laughs> you probably caused me a lot of drama as a parts guy in the auto industry because we worked for the same brand. So it, <laughs> I, I'm sure there was more than one time I was really, really frustrated at something that you helped build. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and it was it was probably all me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I mean, luckily for me, well, my part was pretty easy except easily accessible so i didn't get very many complaints on the inside of, of the company so that was good <laughs> well i i think you guys are off to a, a, a wonderful start um i love hearing stories of new up-and-coming brands the young entrepreneurs that that want to do something you've got some unique products you've got talent you i mean <laughs> nick you got a winner there buddy she's she has, I know. I, she has some skills. <laughs> and, uh, I'm a jack of all trades kind of person. <laughs> you, you guys are, you know, this is one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the show because the couple of conversations that we've had, I just, I, the, the creativity and the passion just oozes out of you guys when, when we talk. And, and I was uh, thrilled that you wanted to come on the show. So, Thank you so oh, much, you. Um, everybody. Yeah, make sure, you. make sure you go to Instagram, uh, All In Golfing. Is it? That's what it is, right? Yeah, all in golfing, yep, yes. all lowercase. Um, check them out on Instagram. They're on Facebook. Uh, the Etsy uh, store has a link on their Instagram page. Um, I'm going to be posting some stuff on the breakfast ball. I've already done a couple stories, and uh, I look forward to seeing what you come up with for the legends never die. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, yes, thank you so much for having us and and reaching out and everything. You've been very kind and same with the the few people we've had interactions with too from the breakfast ball. Everything's been really positive and even the few people when you made your first post that came over, the feedback's been really nice and it's it's really thank nice to back. get that, you yeah. know, from from the community out here and from what you've built. So thank you so much. Yes, oh, no thank problem. you. I, love doing it i absolutely love doing it and uh, especially when what you're creating is is solid stuff so it's it's not it's not garbage it's really good really good high quality, <laughs> thank <so>. you <laughs> so everybody hey thanks for tuning in um make sure you give good walk coffee a follow too they're the sponsor of this podcast and check out legends never die because that is coming up soon um we're two months two months and a couple days away um from rocking 36 holes out at uh IU. so uh be sure to check that out and uh thanks again for tuning in bye guys bye, bye. <laughs>